This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast. Episode number 56. In this episode, the moms share their very different summer plans. Becky talks about summer learning, and Tina talks about working on her third annual Great Summer Purging Clean. <laughs> Honey, where's my glasses? Mom, mom, can I have a drink? Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? Mom, I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And, and we're, we're the Savvy Homeschool Moms. So Tina, what's the time code this week to skip to the end of our chit chat? 26 minutes, 56 seconds. And we'd like to give a huge thank you to our new Patreon supporters. Will Chi-Chi, Ellie, Rachel, and Tanya please stand up? Yay! Our first ever! Yay! Yay! Okay, you guys can sit down now. <laughs> for those of you who are new to our show, Patreon is an ongoing crowdfunding for creators, which means it's a way for you, our listeners, to show your love for us. So if you love our show and you want to help us keep making them, you can sign up for a monetary pledge per show. You decide how much and you can set a per month cap. Plus, we have fun rewards for you at each level. So check it out at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash Patreon. Oh, and Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes. So, Becky, what have you guys been up to? Well, first of all, the 2014-2015 school year is over! And we survived! Yes! I was never so happy as to pack all that stuff up and take it back to the school. Um, It was a rough year, I think. Um, We had a a lot of a lot of growth. A lot of like Danielle's writing has exploded, and Jack's reading exploded, and like a lot of movement forward. So uh, it's kind of nice to just stop and go. (sighs) It's done. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it's not done, but it's you know I no longer have to report to anyone else. So I'm trying to get all of our summer stuff scheduled. Uh, Jack Jack has extended school year services for his IEP, so he's going to be going to speech therapy and OT twice a month. So I have to make sure to schedule anything uh, like any out-of-town stuff or whatever on the weeks that he doesn't have to be at therapy. So I am working hard at my new job. I was recently promoted to marketing manager for Pandia Press. Awesome. Yay. Yay. Um, it's a big step, but I'm excited about it. I mean, I, as I've mentioned before, I love the company. I loved the company long before I got uh, their job as social uh, media manager. Mm-hmm. And so this is kind of a natural extension of what I was already doing. Um, and it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah. So, right. And you know what? A lot of the stuff I'm doing is overlapping into the stuff you're doing. So I'm going to go ahead and say, Tina, what have you been doing? <laughs> No, it's like, yours is short. What the heck? It is. I haven't been doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) I've been enjoying vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. No, you know what? I forgot one thing. Oh. Like, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that. I drove to Portland. Oh, right. (laughs) 
<laughs> so big thing. Yeah, I um I have an older child. He's 23, and he was down here in Fresno, and um he needed to get back to Portland, and he has a dog, so a big dog. So I can't put him on the Amtrak, and I can't fly him. And the way he was supposed to get back was not working out. So I ended up renting a car and driving him to Portland. So on Friday, I left Fresno and drove to the East Bay and dropped my younger kids off with their grandma. Saturday morning, I got up and I drove from the East Bay of California to Portland, Oregon. Um, and then I slept in Port. Well, I got to go downtown Portland a little bit. I didn't get to see a lot, but I got to see a little bit of downtown Portland and it's really cold and wet there. It's (laughs) so different than here. It's, I mean, everything there is green. That's the first thing I noticed. Um, like here, everything is dead and dry, right? Right. (laughs) Up there, it is so green and there Uh are like huge empty fields filled with these yellow flowers that I'm totally allergic to. Oh no. <laughs> oh, and the the dogwood trees, the the pollen was so thick when you're going down the freeway. It's like when uh the Millennium Falcon goes to light speed and it's like all the white stuff going by. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. So I spent most of the time I was there with a runny nose and my eyes oh, being no. itchy. It was that part of it was awful, but um so I got to see a little bit of downtown Portland. That was kind of cool. And then I slept and then I got up the next morning and I drove back. <laughs> oh no. So I did uh I think I figured out I did 1800 miles in 4 days. Oh. And Google tells me that's a total of 24 hours behind the wheel. That doesn't count of course stopping at truck stops and things like that. Do you listen to a lot of audiobooks or Um actually <laughs> on the way up um I I have a thing driver picks the music. And for oh. those of you who watch Supernatural, you know what the second half of that is. I'm not going to say it on the show, but <laughs> Driver picks the music. Um, but unfortunately, when you have a 23-year-old son, he'll argue with you about that. <laughs> so on the way up with the Littles, I picked the music. It was all top 100 hits of the 80s or something. And then um, from uh, Martinez to Portland, Michael and I went back and forth. So I got to listen to a lot of really interesting um, rap music Ooh. and um, <laughs> stuff. It wasn't bad. Um, not what I would normally listen to, but it wasn't bad. And then, um, and then I would listen to NPR when it was my turn to listen, Ah. when it was my turn to pick because the car I rented had XM radio. Nice. (laughs) So it was awesome that I got to listen to, uh, XNPR, which I hadn't been able to listen to since I got rid of my XM a couple years ago. And then on the way back, I listened to, uh, I listened to audiobooks. Yeah. I listened to, well, actually, oh, I forgot to list one of them in my books of the week. I'll have to add it. I listened to two audiobooks on the way back. <laughs> so, uh, well, but only half of one because I'd already listened to half of it. <laughs> but it was hard because um, on the way back, on the way up there, I had Michael to talk to. Oh, and, right. you know, him and I sometimes, you know, get into some little verbal altercations and stuff. But we did pretty good on the way up there. I didn't really fight. And and his dog was there and, and hanging out with us and stuff. And so it was like I stayed awake, even though I literally only had three hours of sleep on Friday night before I took off on Saturday morning. But on the way back, it was just me. Oh, right. I had to keep stopping because I was getting, like, sleepy because I didn't have anyone to talk to. Right. And even having the audiobooks and and music and all of that going and caffeine. Oh, my gosh. I think I hit every Starbucks between (laughs) Portland and Martinez. It wasn't enough. I I didn't have anyone to interact with. And it's a long – it's like 11 hours. Wow. Yeah. So um, it was really stressful by myself. Um, but I made it. And now I can say 
I can do this. I did mm-hmm. this once and I didn't die and nobody else did either. <laughs> so I can do this as long as I have a really cool, nice, brand new rental car. <laughs> yeah, right. I literally doubled the mileage that the rental car had on it when I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I completely forgot to mention that. But that that was like the biggest thing I've done in the la- since we recorded last was driving to Portland. And if I ever get a chance to go to Portland again and like actually be there yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of just running through, I, I right. saw several things I really want to stop and see and yeah and check out. So yeah, cool. what about you? What have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing quite as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Well, Tieran's end of the year, we got the Beat concert happen, so that was fun. He's always, always has a good time at concerts. This is his big one where he gets to go on the big stage. That was really Ooh. cute. He gets to dress fancy, and <clears throat> and it's it's a very small group that he performs in. Um, this is his percussion band he's in, and um, he gets to wear a dress shirt and dress pants and... and uh, there's a video camera right on him and a big screen behind him. And it's, there's only, I think, six or eight boys that are in the band. I wish there were some girls in the band. All the other uh, We Got the Beat groups um, have girls in them. Actually, this year I noticed, or this session, there were more girls, actually. So I'm hoping as time goes on, because each group is based on um, skill level. And he's in the advanced um, Skill, uh, which is the top one before the performance group. So um, I think there's like three or four, and he's in the top one. And so I'm hoping the girls will work their way up and eventually get up to his level. But um, because it would be really cool just to see girls in his group. But um, uh, but anyway, his is all boys, and he had a blast, and he did really really well, of course. And then at the end, he took a bow. He was the only one that took a bow. <laughs> And it was really cute. <laughs> I have video of it. I need to get it uploaded. I haven't gotten it up on YouTube yet. Um, I actually remembered to bring our um, still camera that does video this time instead of using our iPhone, which um, doesn't take as good of video and photos as the actual still camera, you know. So I wanted to actually get good quality. I mean, it's good enough for the regular stuff, but you can't zoom in, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's the sucky thing about the iPhone is you can't zoom in. So I wanted to really be able to zoom in. So I handed that to my husband, who's the professional video photographer <laughs> and mm. I said get good footage <laughs> so um, we'll see if I can get that up there maybe I'll put it on the show notes if I can remember <laughs> um, we've got our van fixed finally that was big news for us because I finally can drive around again <laughs> yeah there's still a bunch of things that need to be fixed on it so I'm not actually driving around as much as I'd like to but um, but I, I have it so <laughs> we got really sick Ugh. my asthma dragged me down for a couple of weeks that was not fun but uh, we got through it um, whole family got sick actually that was not fun uh we had some really wet days did it flood where you guys live because they're like yes. in the opposite oh end my of gosh <laughs> yes um but all my whole street was flooded um our neighbor cindy her entire dri- i texted cindy i was like cindy your driveway is completely flooded it was like, crazy yeah thankfully her back door has popped up Otherwise, the water would have been going in her oh, back right. door. Yes. That was insane. It's for those of you who live in wet areas, this is insane. We live, well, first of all, you guys must have heard that we're in a huge drought right now in California. But we live in a, essentially in a desert where we live, rainfall here is practically nil. <laughs> we just don't get much rain here. So it was insane. We had, was it like two days, three days of rain? It was It was several days of a lot of rain, and the ground just, after uh, 
like a day of it, it can't handle anymore. It just can't handle it, <laughs> which yep. is, I lived in New Jersey for five years, so I do know what rain looks like. <laughs> so I was just like, and then, and normally when it rains, when people go, oh my gosh, it's pouring. Um, you know, having lived in New Jersey, I know what pouring looks like. <laughs> so I was, uh, it actually poured. One of those days, it actually was yeah. a torrential downpour. And I was yes. like, holy cow, it's actually pouring the kind where you step out and you're literally drenched in like 30 seconds flat yes. <laughs> and that's when it flooded <laughs> and the, my whole street was underwater you could have taken a boat out there <laughs> not flooding to the point where houses were getting damaged though not like that but you know and because within an hour it went down it was gone right it yeah. was so it was so fast like it was yeah, there yeah. and then it was gone I posted oh, yeah. pictures on my Facebook page mm-hmm, of it too and I was um I'm like I said I'm thankful that our house too has popped up so because mm-hmm. otherwise because it, it was like um, our whole sidewalk in the front was gone. You know, that tree right by where I parked, that was gone. Mm-hmm. The water was all the way up to my actual lawn. Yeah, my, my mailbox, which is uh, right on the curb, and we don't have sidewalks in my neighborhood, and my mailbox was like a little island. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this little island in the middle of the river of my street. Yeah. It was hysterical. Yeah, it was. there was probably about five feet of my lawn that was underwater. The lawn was underwater. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And down the street, I have a neighbor that has a driveway that the water was up to the driveway. I was like, ooh, if it rains much further, it's going in their driveway. So it was crazy. I mean, into the into the um, actual garage. But I don't I don't think it went in. But The news posted a picture of a guy kayaking. Oh, yeah, you could totally. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, I think part of it is, too, because we don't – I've always noticed that there wasn't – there's not very many um, drains along the streets because we don't need it because it doesn't right. rain that much. Like I, in mo- many of the other places I've lived in the world, there's many more drains, but th- we don't need it because it doesn't rain much, so it just can't handle it yeah. when it rains like this. So it's just crazy. And plus, you know, the ground can't handle it because it's not used to having rain. <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. It was totally fun. It was a blast. And everybody was outside and going, what the heck is this? <laughs> right? We're just not <laughs> used to weird things falling from <laughs> the sky. It's... Especially at this time of the year because usually by May, it's already in the hundreds. Yes. It's at least the upper 90s, but oftentimes by May we're in the hundreds. So in and all May has been in the 70s. And and we even had some days in the 60s in May, which is unheard of. Yes. So it was really, it was a very wonderful May, I have to say. I have totally enjoyed May. Now we're in June. Today's June 1st. And it actually was, it was pretty nice even today, actually. But yeah, it was, uh, it's going to be in the 80s almost all week and then 90 on Friday. So that's not too bad. Yeah, it's actually really quite nice. But we're just Ugh, waiting for the hundreds, other shoot. Hundreds next week. Oh, yeah. We're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. So <laughs> we know it's coming. We just it have is to. Coming. You know, we hope for it'll stay away as long as possible. But oh, I mean, yeah. It just makes a shorter summer. Yep. Which is nice. So. Nice. So let's see. Um, we had a nice, fun, relaxing Mother's Day, which is we've uh, started a new tradition in my family where I just we do one on one. Well, not one on one. We do. My family stays here and has, you know, the four of us here, which is really nice. And then I go one on one with my mom and then he my husband goes one on one with his mom later on or well, whichever one of us goes and then the other one goes, which is so much nicer than having to go and do a whole family thing because we all live in the same town. And um so that that's really nice. It's a lot less stressful than having to go and do a whole big gigantic thing, which costs a lot more money and is just a lot more 
work. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nice. We had a nice thing. What did you guys do for Mother's Day? We actually didn't do anything on Mother's Day because Dean had to work. But uh, Thursday before, well, Michael was still here, actually. Oh, we nice. all Yeah, we all went out to a really nice dinner. Uh, we went to Westwood Barbecue. I love that place. Oh, I haven't even heard of that place. Oh, it's up in River Park. It's so oh, okay. good. If you like barbecue. Mm. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, Dean got me a new cell phone case. Nice. Because mine's all dinged up. He got me a supernatural one, actually. <laughs> so I didn't oh, hear yet, you. but it's coming. Cool. I got the because um, I now I I entirely use my laptop because my my desktop computer has slowed down to the point of ridiculousness. I don't even use my desktop anymore. The kids completely use it. Um, he got me a. I had put on my wish list that I wanted a laptop desk with wheels and those little because I've been using a um, uh, uh, what do you call it? TV tray for mm-hmm. so long and they're really small. So I asked for. Uh, it's wider so I have space for the mouse because I had been using two TV trays <laughs> which is kind of ridiculous yeah. <laughs> and um, plus it got really wobbly because of using it so much um, so I asked for what so he ordered me a, um, nice yeah and it's really I'm on it right now and it's so cool I love it and it's really easy to move around the house when I want to <laughs> move around the house so yeah that was really cool but um, yeah so it was a nice Mother's Day I, and I love having one-on-one time with my mom and on Father's Day I'll take my dad out it's so cool I need to do that more often just go one-on-one it's just yeah, so sounds nice I wish my parents lived close or my mom I'm sorry yeah yeah it's really it's really nice I, I really like doing that in fact I should just do it just cause I need to do that more often so but let's see what else um oh i discovered actually i had discovered this before but i never actually read i never bought it until just recently the project-based homeschooling book have you heard of this thing no but i looked it up after i saw it on your thing and i actually added it to my um list of books to eventually get from amazon yeah i'm not sure what piqued my interest on it recently but you know how me I'm all over the place all the time looking for more ideas and um, bought it as a Kindle the Kindle book of course is cheaper so I went and bought it Kindle so I'm reading it on my phone uh, I wish there was an audiobook but it's one of those small things that'll probably never be an audiobook so <laughs> yeah it's it's actually made by a homeschooler and um, um, really 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 like it so far I am really digging it and it looks like something that can r- go hand in hand with experience-based learning my stations that I've been talking about um, uh, for many, many episodes now. And uh, if you want to know about the experience-based learning link will be in the show notes again um, for those who are wondering what the heck I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it looks like I'm thinking um, I might have it as like, uh, an, an extra station or something. I'm not sure. I'm still working out how it will work because I'm like, I don't need a whole nother thing for God's sake. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to get my brain wrapped around how how it can work. It's 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 more of a of a of a separate thing that they do, kind of an unschooly thing. But um, I don't know. I, you have to read the book to really. I'm not going to go really deep into it because I'm still learning about it. And I'll probably in future episodes talk more about it as I learn more about it and get more excited about it. But project-based homeschooling and it's by Lori Pickert. Um, Actually, the subtitle is, uh, oh, I thought I wrote it here. Actually, I have it in my books. Let me, let me get the subtitle here. Mentoring self-directed learners. So it's project-based homeschooling, mentoring self-directed learners. Um, so it's about uh, getting your kids to um, to engage them, you know, to d- develop their own 
uh, interests, basically, in projects. And, you know, project-based learning is a really big catchphrase right now, even in public school. So I actually had heard about it. Well, I've heard about it even back when I was in college. I've heard about project-based learning. So it was kind of interesting to to see that even in, in, a, in a homeschooling book. So I went and dug in and and this woman, the way that she writes about it, it's really well written and um, intriguing. And she kind of takes a little bit of a different, um, from the homeschooling angle, it, it's, and, and it's kind of a homeschooling, sort of unschooling, but not really unschooling, because there's also the angle of you can still have your academics over here. And then uh, it's it's hard for me to explain, so I'm not going to go into it, mm-hmm. especially since, I, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about it yet. But anyway, it's intriguing. Love it. I'm enjoying it, really enjoying it. And there's also a really good uh, Facebook group. Um, so I'll put the link in the show notes for the Facebook group, and it's moderated by the author of the book. Um, and then she's also got a Facebook page for um the book as well so check those out both of those links will be in the show notes cool uh, another amazing amazing race amazing amazing race <laughs> finale <laughs> that's kind of hard to say um i won't give it away in case some of you want to watch it but it was really good and my kids and i were like ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. had a fun time watching that we had a good time getting to the end of that i did finish my noodle homeschool class um still filling in uh, some of the country lessons that I have been putting together. It's basically done. I'm just trying to fill it in some more because some of the classes I had, a, like Namibia, I had a really hard time finding resources for Namibia. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there's not a whole lot out there for Namibia. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and you'd think that there would be more out there for the Netherlands. There really wasn't as much as I thought there would be for, like, the Netherlands and Peru. I thought there's a whole lot on Machu Picchu and the Incas, uh, but the Incans, but uh, there's not a whole lot on, well, there's some, but there's not as much good stuff as I wanted. Like, there's tons of stuff on Japan, but not as much on modern-day Peru as there was. So I'm still digging around trying to find some more stuff to put in there for some of the countries that... Um, that they went to in the amazing race in my online classes. So, and if you're wondering what I'm talking about, noodle homeschool, I'll put the, Oh, I didn't put that in here. Let me put the link in the show notes for noodle homeschool. Oh yeah. Good idea. I also started planning out. Well, I didn't start cause we've been starting for a while, um, <laughs> but I had continued planning out Maven's high school experience. I sat down with her and plotted out what quote unquote classes we'll be doing. It's going to be, pretty alternative but um we'll see how it works out and um she agreed to um or she picked out what she wanted to do for next year and plotted out what her four years was going to look like so that was kind of exciting we sat down and you know looked at what was required and what years she wanted to do which things so that was kind of exciting actually um so we figured that out and had our official end of the school year. That was really cool to be able to be like, yes, we're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And went out for frozen yogurt with Becky and family. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> After our meeting for uh, the end of the year with our ed coordinator. Because uh, those of you who are new to the show, we uh, we are part, Becky and our, Becky's family and my family are part of a homeschool charter. So our kids do check in with education coordinators once uh what's about once a month right yeah yeah and then we went ice skating with friends that was really cool we had um we had a, a field trip with some school friends um 
I think it was, it wasn't just school friends, actually. I think they opened it up to the whole homeschool community locally. We're sad that you guys didn't go. Yeah, we are not big on the skating of any sort. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Danielle uh, has taken more than one hit and has decided that's not for her. So we don't oh, usually bummer. go to this. And ice skating especially, I even have problems with that. So Yeah, I, I was a big roller skater as a kid, so I actually do pretty good on ice, but I'm not great at it. But my feet kill me. I much prefer roller skating. I did pretty good, but Maven actually did really well this time. She's now ice skated twice. This was her second time, and she actually did really well, and she wants to do it again. Uh, Tyrion mostly hung out in the pile of snow. Yeah. <laughs> so he was not... He actually did better at the last time we went uh, ice skating when he had the little... Um, what walker. do you call it? Like the walker, yeah. He had a walker <laughs> last time. This time, they didn't allow walkers uh, except for toddlers and preschoolers, basically. Aww. In fact, they didn't even let Elise. Little Elise was too big for a walker. Uh, oh, well, not Elise. Uh, no, there was somebody about Elise's size. Elise, actually, is a, is a whiz on rollerblades, so she didn't need it. But that size, that little Elise is a little kid who's, what? She looks like a three-year-old, but she's yeah. like six, I think. Tiny. <laughs> she's, she's tiny, tiny. <laughs> but she's a whiz on skates. She was whizzing around, but <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. She so Tyrion. They had a pile of snow in the middle of the ice, um, and the kids were allowed to throw snowballs unless they were twelve or older, in which case you're not allowed to. So because <laughs> they didn't want the little kids to get to get hurt, so, to get pummeled. Yeah, I yeah. So Maven and Hannah were not allowed to throw ice snow, but Arwen was allowed to. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's 11, so that oh was funny. <laughs> so, um, yeah, <laughs> Tyrion ended up sitting in the middle <laughs> for a while, and then he'd get really cold, and he'd go to the warming room and get some cocoa and cookies, and then he'd come back and <laughs> play in the <laughs> snow, and then he'd get cold, and then he'd go back. <laughs> so it was fun, though. We, we had a really good time. I definitely want to do that again. And uh, we're thinking roller skating next time, actually, so maybe we'll alternate between ice skating and roller skating. <laughs> yeah. But um, but we're we're having a really good time and we're settling into summer and having a good time having friends over. We're gonna try to have friends over every single uh, every week. Have a couple of couple of days with friends over. Um, Tiran actually went um to uh what the heck is the name of that uh, uh, uh trampoline place? Skywalk, Sky Park, Sky. Uh, Sky. I think it's Sky Park. Yeah, Sky Park. He went there today with Dean. Um, Dean's birthday was today, and they picked him up and, and went uh, for his birthday. That was really cool. I got a picture. Fun. Mary texted me a picture of him in the middle of the foam pit. <laughs> it was really cute. So, yes, and hopefully you guys will be able to come over. Well, your kids will be able to come over so you can get some stuff done, and I can get some stuff done because my kids will be entertained, and your kids will be entertained. And right. <laughs> So, and I'm in the middle, of course, of with my, I didn't even put it in my show notes. How did I not do that? I'm in smack in the middle of my, uh, oh, yes, I did. I it put is. it Next down page. here. Oh, I didn't scroll down. Silly me. <laughs> Great <laughs> summer purge and clean, which I'm going to talk about soon. <laughs> I'm in the middle of my purge and clean. I'll talk about that next, but, um, or later. And, uh, um, but yes, I'm doing the Great Summer Purge and Clean. So that's what we've been up to. Okay, so now we'd like to give some time to our sponsors. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. 
I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Math Mammoth, the math curriculum all the Savvy Homeschool kids are using. Math Mammoth offers affordable, high-quality, mastery-based work texts and workbooks for grades 1 through 7. Our moms love that it fosters independent learning, since the work texts are nearly self-teaching, requiring very little teacher preparation. Check out free samples and placement tests and learn more at mathmammoth.com. Click buy at Coggy and enter the code SAVVYMOMS to save 25% off your order. This episode also sponsored by Pandia Press, publishers of comprehensive science and history curriculum. We love the hands-on labs incorporated into Real Science Odyssey and the fun projects that we do with History Odyssey. Pandia Press offers a fantastic try before you buy on their website so you can see how the program works for yourself. Visit pandiapress.com for more information. So our homeschool topic for this episode is summer, and we're going to take two different perspectives on it. I'm going to talk about summer learning, and Tina is going to talk about the great summer purge and clean, since I don't do summer learning. We take a break. Yes, they take, <laughs> they take a break. We not so much. So <laughs> we've done a few shows on summer learning, and I'm going to put the links to those shows in the show notes so you can check them out. Um, so I'm just going to talk really quickly about um, what I plan to do to avoid summer slide. And what summer slide is, is when children stop learning or stop formal learning altogether they have a tendency to backslide in what they're doing and um, I want to keep us moving forward so um, I am going to combat summer slide by having us do some uh, work over the summer. Now Tina shared this great 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 article today that I absolutely adore <laughs> it was called how I limited screen time by offering my kids unlimited screen time. <laughs> I love this idea because my kids are bugging me from the time I finish my first cup of coffee. They know better than to ask before the first cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, they're asking about their screen time. They want to play on the computer. They want to watch Netflix. They want to play Minecraft on the Xbox with their friends. And now I'm a tech person. I'm almost always in front of a screen pretty much all day long. I have my iPad or my laptop or whatever. And um, in addition to that, I, it's never silent. I always have music or a TV show or something on because I really dislike silence. So I felt like a, a hypocrite if I started severely limiting my kids' screen time. And I think I've talked about this before, the fact that um, I feel like, you know, limiting my kids' screen time is just like do as I say, not as I do kind of thing, which is not <laughs> really how I want things to be. But I also don't like the idea of them having unlimited screen time without any responsibilities or anything like that. Um, during the school year, they're allowed to use their screens, um, usually it's their Kindles, uh, in the morning to watch Netflix or Hulu until I'm ready to start lessons because I am not a morning person. <laughs> and um, so usually we don't start lessons until afternoon. So I let them watch. Um, we don't have cable, so we only watch Netflix and Hulu. So I'm, I let them do that until we start lessons. But there's no video gaming and there's no FaceTiming or anything like that until lessons are completely done. 
But now that summer's here, I feel like lesson time is going to be a lot more flexible. And so that's not a really good dividing point for our day. So this is my plan. And I've taken this plan from the ideas uh, in the post from Narrowback Slackers um, post. Um, I'm going to have a list of things that need to be done. Reading, straightening up around the house, that kind of thing. Plus a folder for each day with their lesson in it. This summer, I'm focusing on language arts, that being moving beyond the page for Danny and all about reading for Jack, and math, Beast Academy for Jack and Life of Fred for Danny. And we're going to do alternating days. So, you know, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, language arts, Tuesday, Thursday, math, but then that'll switch the next week because if you do every other day, it doesn't come out even. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Both of them are probably going to require my assistance for math, and Jack will definitely require my assistance for language arts. But once they complete whatever those tasks are for the day, and if they get it done before my coffee, you know, if they're really motivated, they can have their screen time at that point, and they can have as much screen time as they want based on how quickly they get the things on their list done. Now I still cut the screen time off at nine o'clock because I think that's, that's we go to bed at 11. Nine o'clock is a good time to cut it off to, for everyone to unwind a little bit before bedtime. Now, of course, this only is going to apply to days that we don't have play dates or therapy or other things outside of the house to do. But with the heat here in Fresno, we're home more often than not. And so I like to use that time wisely to move our studies forward. Now, you use the Fresno heat as a motivator to do your purge and clean. Yeah. So can you tell us about that? Ah, well, I don't like being out in the heat. I don't like going places in the heat. I I don't even like being home in the heat. I don't like existing in the heat. I don't like existing even in air conditioning because my house has single pane windows. So even home with the air conditioning on, it's still hot. It's just, I just hate everything about it. So just and summer is just so long i mean we have from may to october it's hot it's just so hot so i need something to look forward to i need something to motivate me i need something to get me through the summer and i used to hate summer with a passion and now um i am passionate about getting my house worked on i i i don't want to have to fight my children to accomplish things. (laughs) (laughs) I like that I don't have to stress over making them do anything. (laughs) So um, I let them do whatever. Well, I don't let them do whatever they want. They still have things that they need to get done. They still have chores they need to get done. In fact, one of the things I am making Tiran, oh, well, I'm working on (laughs) this summer, uh, hopefully by the end of summer, I'm hoping <laughs> the goal is that he will be in the habit of ha- of getting his chores done. Maven's been in the habit of having her chores, getting her chores done every single uh, weekday since she was nine. And he's going to be 10 in a month and he still fights me constantly. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping by the end of summer, he'll be in the habit of doing his chores every day. We'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one of my goals. Um, but, um, so that's one responsibility is chores and then they both didn't finish math this school year so we will still be working on math through the school year so that there will still be that happening um trying to because we do even though we don't do curriculum we do have math curriculum so we will be working on math curriculum but that's it um and i will say one other aside i uh, in my purging that i've been working on this last week 
I found some old workbooks that I had discovered that I had purchased that were really cool, like fun workbooks, like really colorful. And um, they, I bought them because they looked fun, and I thought that I could use them to tempt Tyrion to learn something in a fun way, um, bribe him <laughs> with some fun stuff. Um, and I never used them, and they're fourth grade, so. Um, I showed them to him and he immediately jumped right into them. So I've been using them to uh, uh, bribe him <laughs> to do some. Well, I didn't want to just throw them away or give right. them away. So he's been using them to um, earn computer time. Yeah. So it's actually worked. <laughs> so, but now he's doing all that and not wanting, you know, of course, skipping the chores. So now the new rule as of tomorrow is chores must be done. Math must be done. Then you can do the extra um, workbook pages if you want to get more computer time. So that's what he'll be using to earn extra computer time. So it's not like they're doing nothing. Right. <laughs> it's not like they're sitting around watching TV, playing computer games all day long. They're still having to earn all that. And because he would sit around and play and watch TV all day long, they do still have to earn things. But yeah. I've also setting up play dates with the friends. But, um, but I need something to keep me busy. Um, otherwise, I will be whining and complaining on Facebook all day long about how stinking hot it is. <laughs> so two years ago, this is my third summer doing this, I put my energy into revamping my entire house. And it actually has turned into all the stuff that I never have time to do during the school year. And, um, and it's worked out really magnificently well. And now that I know that it's coming up every summer, I don't have to stress the rest of the school year. It actually started with the school room and now it's in, and now it's like the entire, well, it, and it blossomed into the entire house and, but it's, it really evolved around the whole school room and it works magnificently to get ready for the school year. So I have a spreadsheet and, um, I even have a, um, a whole plan on homeschoolrealm.com. If you go to homeschoolrealm.com, there's a button on the homepage to find out about the great summer purging clean where you can find out all about it. And I, and I have access to the spreadsheet and everything. So you can find out about it and tweak the heck out of it and make it your own. And I have a not very used uh, <laughs> mailing yeah. list. I'm not very good at sending out emails. So if you want to join the email list, you'll get now and then emails. I'm not very good at doing that. I'm much better at sending out uh, posting on Facebook. Um, I've been posting mostly on the experience-based learning group because we've been talking about our stations and I've been working on the school room. So I've been posting mostly on there, but, um, but anyway, so um, the, the gist of it is that I take my house and I break it into, I say, okay, how much time do I have? And this year I have exactly 12 weeks. I think we had, I feel like we only had 10 weeks in previous uh, years. I'm not sure. It seems like we have an extra two weeks this this year. I'm not sure if that's maybe. true. I don't know. But anyway, I have exactly tw or maybe it's because I had other things going on in previous years. I know I had a wedding two years ago. But anyway, um, take that time and I break it down into however many weeks I have. And then I break my house into that that many zones. And then each week I break it into um, break that zone into five or seven the first two years I broke it into set I did it every single day and that was nuts I need the weekend off so <laughs> so now I do do five days so I break it into um so you know if you're going to do this you would do it however whatever works for you but then I break it into five days and then I just focus on the um I call those mini zones so each week is a zone and each day is a mini zone so for example last week 
was the zone of my big room, which is our garage conversion. And the um, that's our um, art area slash school area. Um, and uh, each day I had a different section of the room. So like I have an art dresser. So one day was the art the top of the art dresser, which was trashed. It was just piled with stuff. <laughs> and so that was really, it did take an entire day to go through. Cause I would go through and I would, you know, immediately throw stuff away. And then you go through and you pull stuff off and put it in other rooms where it belonged. And then you pull stuff and okay, I want to save this, but I don't know where to put it yet. And you know, you go through it and then you pull stuff out that you want to get rid of. And you know, it's a whole big process. Right. And then once I've pulled everything off, then I go, that's when you get the cleaning done and I do the deep cleaning and I wipe it down, you know, the deep cleaning. That's when you really clean it. And then when you put everything back, you reorganize as you put it back. That's what I do. Yeah. And then, so it's a really deep clean and a deep reorganize and a deep purge. <laughs> so, but by breaking it down into tight, you know, into sections like that, it's not so overwhelming. And by spreading it out over the entire summer, it's very doable. And by knowing that I have every summer to work on it, I don't stress over the fact that my, you know, that this section of my house is trashed today, but um, I know I'm going to get to it this summer. Like this closet is completely trashed, but next summer I'll, I'll get to it and I'll completely reorganize it again. So, um, and, and some, some areas of my house stay organized because they're not as used. So like, I know that when I get to my living room, I know that my, um, uh, what is it? My hutch which almost never, the top of it is kind of a little bit messy because things get thrown on it. But like the inside of it, nobody ever goes in there. It's, it's, it's where we keep old DVDs and v VHS tapes and assorted things. But it's basically organized because last year I went to town on it and reorganized it. It's probably in really good shape. And the other thing that I've noticed with my purge and clean also is that I may not be ready, like the first year I might not have been ready to get rid of some stuff, but each year I'm ready to get rid of more stuff. So as the years go on, I can get rid of more and more and more stuff. So like the second or third year, I may be able to get rid of those, you know, memorabilia, that memorabilia that I was like, I didn't want to get rid of yet. The next year, I'm like, why did I not get rid of this last year here? I'm getting rid of right? it this year, you know? The more time that goes by, the easier it is to get rid of stuff. So, or there are times, oh, and here's the other, the, here's the other key. When I start each day, this has been crucial to me. When I start each day, because I don't always finish. There are times when I'll start a job and I've thought that I could finish a job and I didn't. Like I might have like said, oh, I can do this whole shelf in this day. And something happened and I got off track or maybe it was too big of a job and I didn't finish it. I'll put it all back together. And the next day, instead of starting where I left off, I don't. I go to the next whatever's on my list. Like maybe the next is a dresser. So then I don't pick up where I left off. I go to whatever is assigned for that day and I start on that job and then I finish that job and I don't pick up where I left off. And if I finish that job and I have time that day, I make, then I can go, I won't allow myself to pick up where I left off. If I don't get to, uh, uh, if I don't get to go back to that thing, so be it, <laughs> you know, yeah. because otherwise I'm always behind. Then I'll fall more behind and more behind and more behind and more behind. And I learned that really easily the first year. <laughs> You that get discouraged, I, too. It's totally discouraged. So, and, and I told myself really, right, I learned that really quickly the first year. And I, right away, I figured out whatever I get done, even if I don't finish the job, whatever I get done is more than I ever did before. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's all good. 
any little bit that I do is good. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, like it's all an accomplishment. And so, you know, there are parts of the house that I hadn't gotten to yet. But by the second year, I finally got to it. And now I'm on the third year. There are parts of the house. I think there's still a couple parts of the house that I hadn't gotten to yet that I had that I'm going to be getting to this year that it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm finally getting to this part. Um, you know, like maybe the back of a closet or something. So it's going to be kind of cool to actually get to that. And, um, you know, like, last year I might have been like oh well whatever I'll get to that next year <laughs> you know so it's really cool and it's such a good feeling to see the pile of stuff to take to Salvation Army oh my gosh it's such a good feel I just love purging though I'm such I know it's not not a really exciting feeling for everybody but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it feels so good to go and get rid of stuff and then you start the new school year with everything organized and and a system in place my my schoolroom now um it's just waiting for uh legs for the new tape my, my kids have um tables in there now I, well we've had these tables for a while they're um preschool tables but the sh the legs were too short so i had to order taller legs <laughs> and um because <laughs> they were like for toddlers <laughs> so i ordered taller legs and they should be in hopefully by the end of the week and then i have to get some shelves and some dry erase boards and cork boards and then their school area is totally ready for them <laughs> and some project-based learning yay <laughs> and then i'm going to start setting up uh stations but i'm not going to do that until i finish whatever uh whatever um zone i'm working on for that day <laughs> you know so like this week i'm working on my kitchen and I've actually allotted two weeks for the kitchen because my kitchen is beyond trash. Oh, you would not even believe how disgusting my kitchen is right now. So um, so I am really diving deep into my kitchen for the next two weeks. Um, and I don't, I will not be posting pictures of all of that. <laughs> I, in past years, have, and my husband was horrified. <laughs> you could dig down and find those in my old blog posts. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Anyway, so the gist of it is you, you take however much time you have you break it into zones and then break your week into into mini zones to you know take that zone and break that into however much time allotted and then go to town and do not you know don't don't lose sight of what you're working on for that day and stick with it and it works really well for me i have had a blast with it and by posting it online i have apparently inspired a lot of people and a lot of people are like oh my gosh i'm so gonna do this <laughs> so it has been really cool and then by hearing other people saying that it like fires me up too so it's really fun i like to post about it so that other people get inspired and then they inspire me and then they post what they're doing and so get on homeschool realms uh facebook page i'll post the link in the show notes and uh and post if you're doing it too i'd love to hear about it yes so that's what I'm going to be doing this summer. And that helps me to beat the heat because I get so like focused on what I'm working on in my house. And by the end of summer, my house is amazing. And then, oh, and the secondary thing that's awesome is that I also have a birthday party in July for Tyrion. And my house is totally ready for the birthday party by July because I have, I have worked on the zones. Like I saved the bedrooms and the laundry room and the cat bathroom for last because nobody goes in there for the birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> so I work on the parts of the house that the people will be in for the party. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, and that way, you know, I'm totally ready for the party. The house is clean <laughs> and decluttered. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you, you just made me think I just got a new desk. 
I've Ooh, never, yay. I, I have not had a desk the entire time we've lived in this house. I've always had to do my work at the kids, you know, where we do our schoolwork on the dining room table. So Ooh. I have my own desk. So I have like a whole zone that I need to clean up now. Yeah. <laughs> and I cleaned my bookshelves off Ooh. and I donated about 50 books to Dean's nice. Works United Way book drive. It feels so good, doesn't it? It does. Does it was like so because it was all like stuff that the kids had outgrown or mm-hmm. that like I knew Jack Jack was never gonna read and right. and it was like I just and my bookshelves looked bad they just looked they were so messy and I couldn't mm. put all the books the right direction like I wanted to do what you do with the little things the little um, oh, dividers the, the markers yeah yeah but I can't because my I can't put all my books upright. Oh. but now at least it looks better and they're organized and like this is a history shelf this is a science oh, shelf yay. this is a fiction shelf yes cool so yeah it, it really does feel good to get all that stuff organized well then and you I can go- find it because if you can't find it then you forget that it's there and right uh, yeah. okay prime example so you know um our friend heather uh works for osborne books and uh-huh. she had uh, just before the end of the year they had an osborne book sale and i bought some books and when they came in i brought them in went to put them on the bookshelf and realized i already owned them <laughs> Yes. Oh, my so yeah. um, the school uh, benefited from <laughs> my mistake because I went ahead and donated the extra copies. Of, it was the the science encyclopedias, mm, you know, a yeah. chemistry, biology, and physics, and mm-hmm. I had them all individually. And I, the, from the last book sale, I bought the one that has all of them in it. And I didn't realize it was the same book that I already had. <laughs> uh. So that's another good reason to clean and organize. So you don't accidentally buy the same book twice. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and then I just keep thinking, like every time I go through my books, and I still still have yet to make use of this, but I keep going through things going, I really need to do something with this book. (laughs) Because I keep forgetting that I have it. Like I have so many good books and I still haven't done anything with them. And I, every year I go through my books and keep still not using so many of them so i need it we need to have like a book challenge and be like go and find a science book that you've yet used i I was just thinking this the other day i was just thinking i I need like each week to tell my kids go find a book on the topic of science on our shelf that you've never read and read it now yeah (laughs) you know because I've got idea. them labeled. I've got science and history and whatever. I know. you. Your bookshelves <laughs> are all organized. And, well, mine are. Well, my kids' bookshelves are now. We won't talk about my adult bookshelves. <laughs> yeah, right. My adult bookshelves are, are still needing work. But I'm getting the homeschool stuff cleaned and organized and my desk area cleaned and organized first. Then I'll attack my book sh- my adult bookshelves. <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. It's the first step. Yes. Baby well, steps. Just take baby steps. <laughs> see, I, I haven't done my adult bookshelves for a reason because I have another bookshelf in the, in the storage that Dean is supposed to bring out for me and set up and he hasn't done it yet. So in my defense, <laughs> I'm waiting for another bookshelf to come before I start because I have boxes of books in the attic that I still haven't even unpacked. I've lived here six years. Oh, no. Yeah. But think how fun it'll be to go through them. It'll be like I seeing old know. friends. It's going to be so exciting. I can't wait. <laughs> I know some of my autographed ones are up there, too. I, I'm kind of a, an autograph book collector. I, I really get all excited about autograph books. And mm. I know some of my autograph books are up there, so I can't wait to get them out and put them on the shelf. So then when people come over, I can go, look, 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 it's autographed. Ooh. Speaking okay, of speaking books. Of <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Yeah. What have you guys been reading? Nothing. 
Yeah, us either. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> the children haven't read anything. It's been, it's been a, a dry spell for books around here. But I um, have listened to uh, Wasteland by John Joseph Adams, which is a collection of short stories um, about uh, post-apocalyptic life. I'm very into dystopian sort of novels, and this was a fantastic collection of short stories, though not all of them were wonderful. Um, many of them were were fantastic and really enjoyable. And then I'm reading a um, series by Madeline Rowe. I'm going to go with mm. Rowe. And uh, the first book is Asylum. The second book is Sanctum. And the third book is not out yet. I'm hoping it comes out very soon, though. Mm-hmm. And there, if you like um, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Unusual Children, I think it's called, um, you'll like Asylum and Sanctum. It's sort of the same kind of idea. It's got I the same. I meaning to read those. I keep seeing them when I'm at Borders. No, Borders. What's it? Barnes and Nobles. And uh, it looks intriguing. I enjoyed them a lot. The only downside of listening to Asylum and Sanctum is that if you read the books, they have the same sort of found pictures in them as um, Mrs. Peregrine's home. Um, And when you read it, peculiar, isn't it peculiar? Peculiar. Thank you. Like I knew that was the wrong word and I didn't know what it was. Thank you. Um, It has the same sort of found pictures in it, but Mm. when you listen to it, you don't get the pictures, unfortunately. Um, So one day I may go to the bookstore and just pick it up and look at the pictures so I can go, oh, that's what they were talking about. Oh, now that makes more sense. Do they have the audio book at our library? Do you know? Of, um, yes, of Mrs. Peregrine, yes. Yeah, I have to to get it. I keep seeing the book and I don't know, the cover just intrigues me. Hollow City. Hollow City is the second book in that series. And I don't know if there's a third book in that series yet. The only reason I know there's a third book in this series is because while I was looking these up to add the links, I saw the third book and I was like, oh, yay. (laughs) But there was like no cover picture or anything yet. So, um, yeah. And I'm I'm waiting on the new Stephen King book, Finders Keepers. Mm. Uh, Hopefully it'll be in soon. But I ordered the the large print copy. And so um, I um, have to wait longer for it, I think. So Danny just came and corrected me. So my apologies to Danny. She <laughs> did read two books. She read The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. Oh, and she read The School for Good and Evil by Soman Chenani. I'm probably <laughs> pronouncing that completely wrong, but I believe that's correct. Oh, she thinks it's so Chanani. So um, my apologies to Danny. I did not mean to um, m- not put your books in there. And uh, <laughs> there we go. So Danny has read books. So what about you guys? What have you been reading? Well, as I mentioned before, I am reading Project-Based Homeschooling, Mentoring Self-Directed Learners by Lori Pickert. I just started it. Not very far into it yet. Pretty good so far. Or I should say excellent so far. Uh, together, we're still reading... Uh, we're still reading the Harry Potter series. We finished Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And we are now most of the way through Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, Maven read the second book in the Grimm Legacy series, The Well's Bequest. And she did read one of the uh, picture books that I had gotten for the Noodle Homeschool to go along with Amazing Race. I believe this one was a yeah, this one was for the the Netherlands. It was called The Boy Who Held Back the Sea. It's a picture book about... Um, it's it's uh, 
variation of the little boy with the finger in the dike the kind hole of story. in the dike thing that's what yeah. i was thinking when i saw that title and i'm like no it couldn't be that yeah oh, it's it a that. version okay. of it it's not the same and it was it was a little different but yeah it's similar which by the way is is not actually a story that came from the netherlands by the way it was actually made oh. up that's actually a story that was from the uh Hans Brinker or the Silver Skates, I think, is where that story came from, which was written by an American who never actually went to the Netherlands, if I remember correctly. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and yet it became famous, a famous Dutch story, even though it never came from there. And they embraced it and they liked the story. So whatever. <laughs> well, at least they were happy with their, yeah, obviously happy it. with their representation in it. So that's good. <laughs> but this was a variation of it, basically i think if I, I i believe that i'm telling that correctly so uh forgive me if i'm selling that wrong then you're you're welcome to email me and tell me if i got some of that wrong <laughs> but anyway it was a cute little story and the artwork it she really liked the artwork in it i believe it was paintings in this in this uh book so she was drawn in by the artwork so um so anyway that's what uh, she read and tieran read nothing <laughs> he's been reading <laughs> magazines lately my mom subscribes to um, Muse magazine for Maven and um, Odyssey was subscribing to Odyssey for him, but then Odyssey apparently merged with Muse and now he was getting Muse magazine as well, which we don't need two copies of the same magazine in this family, <laughs> in the right. same household. So that was silly. So now she, my mom has to subscribe to another one for him. So that hasn't happened yet. Um, Going to be happening soon. So anyway, but he's been reading magazines basically <laughs> lately. Uh, oh, yeah. and Lego magazine, of course. Lego. Yeah, we're big <laughs> fans Club. of the Lego magazine yeah, around he reads here. that. And he's, and the, the little, is it Chima or, or is it no Ninjago Chima? I don't know. He's really into Ninjago right now. He's been watching the show like crazy and yeah. trying to find all the current episodes on on YouTube. <laughs> so he any any magazine that comes in that has anything to do with Ninjago, he reads that. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, yeah, so he hasn't been reading any books. So I keep trying. He was in the middle of that. Um, the Owl series, what is that? Gu Gu Guardians of Gahul. And Guardians I keep holding it in front of him going, remember this? Remember this? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, not interested. Did, yeah. Did you want to finish Dang that? Dang it. Remember this book? You said it was so good. <laughs> He's just not. Dang it, child. And like, like he did the same thing with the, um, the, the, the Wandala series. It was like, oh my God, mom, this is so good. This is so good. And then halfway through the third, second, second book, he just like, <laughs> yeah, like well, it's we, really good. <laughs> we had that with Ricky Ricotta, but then we ran out of Ricky Ricotta books. Like <laughs> we didn't even get through all nine planets. They don't have all of the nine planets done, so Ugh. now we're waiting for them to write more. I guess. Oh, he just drives me nuts. It's just like he just kind of loses. He just peters out, and when he's into a book, he like eats it up. He can't get enough of it. But trying to get him, like once he fizzles on something, he just doesn't start up again and tries me so that's all we've been reading kids <laughs> so speaking of books if you're planning on purchasing any of the books that we just mentioned from Amazon or Audible please consider clicking through our affiliate links in the sidebar at our website at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com we have links to Amazon Audible Discount School Supply Kerclick and more it won't cost you anything extra and it helps support the show yep so what have you got for your link of the week my link of the week is 
the Science of Everyday Life. It's a website that's put together by Discovery Education, and it has so much stuff here. There is no way in the world I'm ever going to be able to talk about all of it. Mm -hmm. But there's lots of little areas that you can go in and explore. There's a place for teachers. There's a place for families. There's a place for students. And I was playing around in the families area. They break it down by grade levels, and then they have little projects that you can do. Like there's one project, well, one of the sponsors is 3M, and there's a project that you can do that you find out how much weight tape can hold. Like how, what's it's uh, not tensile strength. That's not the right word, but how sticky is it? You know, mm. how much weight can you put on it before it falls? And it has like this really great picture of one hanging up. It's got like CDs dangling from it oh, and everything. Cool. So it's got like little science experiments that you can do. It's got videos to watch. It's got a ton of really great information. And I was thinking to be like a really fun place to visit during the summer, like have some low key kind of science stuff going on. So you're still, you know, learning stuff, but it's not, you know, like worksheets and things. Yeah. So the science of everyday life.com is the URL and I think you should check it out. Yeah. How about you? Cool. Well, I have a link for it's called <clears throat> Ology for Kids. It's actually not a very simple uh well, it's not a horrible URL. It's actually by Amer- the American Museum of Natural History. It's amnh.org, which is American Natural Sorry, American Museum of Natural History dot org slash explore slash ology. And it's actually kind of a directory of sciences, basically. And then each one is basically its own little sub website. Um, it says choose an ology. Now, of course, they're not all actually ologies, but <laughs> you get the idea <laughs> because it's like anthropology, archaeology, and then astronomy not an ology. <laughs> Biodiversity, brain, climate change, earth, Einstein, expeditions, genetics, marine biology, paleontology, water, and zoology. I think that's the last one. Yeah, it doesn't scroll. So you click an ology. Let's see, anthropology here. And then it's its own little sub-website. And then there's all these different things you can do there. Um, there's... Uh, like on anthropology, you can dress up a horse. Uh, there's a mythic mystery map. There's a make a mythic mask or puppet. Mint your own coin. There's an Inca investigation. Ooh, I need that for my Peru thingy. <laughs> I think I need that. Uh, meet the ologist. Uh, so it's an anthropologist. You can meet an anthropologist. Uh, make your own paper. So they're like online games or activities. Um, there's stuff to read, there's pictures to look at, uh, let's see, for paleontology, they've got make your own, uh, make your own paleo stationery, Mesozoic Museum, okay, so actually I'm noticing now, each one actually has a little label on it, so it tells you what it is, so there's like drawing, interview, field work, book list, quiz puzzle game so it tells you like what it is so the one that says um uh let's see this one that says drawing dinos says drawing on it and then the one that says face to fossil says interview so it tells you what it is ahead of time so before you click it and then here's one that says game it says pterosaurs the card game so there are some games here too so anyway you go in here and then you can explore and you can find out all about it and you can like actually read uh, things that are written by scientists of that actual genre. The is that the right word to use for a science? Uh, 
Well, oh, you can go with quite it. It's right, yeah. not quite right, but we'll go with it. It's <laughs> it's 9.15, so. Yeah. I, th- I think genre is the best genre, we're going to get. You know what I mean? That that type of science. <laughs> <laughs> that type of scientist. So anyway, the, there's tons of stuff in here, and it looks very kid-friendly. It looks to me like something you could. It's called the Museum's Science Website for Kids. Ology, the science. Uh, blah, blah, Ology, the Museum's Science Website for Kids. So it looks to me like it's set up for kids to explore. So um, yeah, so set your kids on it and uh, and let them go to town. And there's there's tons more stuff on the American Museum of Natural History's website as well. But it looks less for kids and more for grown-ups. Although they may enjoy it as well, especially if they're older. But um, the Ology section looks specifically for kids. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. Looks like a lot of fun. Excellent. All kinds of science stuff. Yes. Yay. Yay. Cool. Okay. We're going to do some listener recognition. And our first bit of listener recognition is a great big thank you to our friend Shauna for her lovely donation. Yes. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Shauna. Um, Which will go towards funding our new logo, which you will hear more about probably in our next show. Yes. Yay. Thank you so much, Shauna. That was a wonderful surprise. It was super awesome. Yes. And we have some reviews on iTunes that we'd like to read. Okay, let's see. So first we have from Squeaky23, packed full of good stuff. A five-star review that says, I have homeschooling friends, but how often do we get to have lengthy, uninterrupted conversations about um anything? Not often. Listening to these ladies, I feel like I am having a conversation with friends. Only friends who are a step or two ahead of me in the homeschooling journey. I feel like they have tried so much and share it all. What works, what doesn't. They are the best place for a good roundup of secular curriculum. Which, if you are in a charter, is the only kind the district will pay for. I love you guys. Thanks so much. Aw, Squeaky. Thank you, Squeaky. So cool. I love the name. That is awesome. (laughs) Oh, I like. I like the next one. Oh, Crazy Cat Lady seventy (laughs) two. So I'm guessing she's a year younger than me and probably has a few more cats than I do. (laughs) So it says a great resource for secular homeschooling parents. As a new homeschooler, I was thrilled to stumble upon this podcast. Secular homeschoolers are a definite minority, and a secular homeschooling podcast was not something I expected to find. The format, half chat personal updates, half interviews, reviews, etc., is really great. The topics are very interesting and relevant, and the interviews they do with folks who have various intriguing perspectives on homeschooling, sell popular secular curriculums, etc., my husband and I have been listening our way through the archives and are really enjoying them. Definitely recommended. I love that you're listening with your husband. Yeah. That cool. is fantastic. My husband doesn't even listen. My, neither does mine. <laughs> my husband has no idea what I do. He no, just, you my, know. He's like, whatever. What, you're recording? Uh. Exactly. Exactly. Not that, you know, I mean. He's like, he's, like outside the door right now waiting for me to finish. Like, will you hurry up? Nah. <laughs> That's my kids right now. <laughs> he's literally but the upside is I think that was everything yeah yeah there we go (laughs) 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 so if you like our show please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us and also consider becoming a patron of our show on Patreon at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash Patreon which is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N for links to resources 
shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com and you can find the show notes specific to this episode at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 56. And while you're on our site, you can drop us a note or voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great week and come back and take a break with us again next time. Goodbye. Bye. You still there? Yeah. So I'm just waiting. You go the first line. Oh, that's right. (laughs) You'd think after 56 episodes you'd remember that. (laughs) You'd think, but I never do. Hey, I'm recording a podcast. Please stop narrating your video game. So there's just so much here to talk about. There is no way I'm going to be able to cover. Really? I just messed it up. There we go. Oh, my, you snortled in the middle of my sentence. I did not mean to do that. Comcast is just having issues today. Okay, so I'll just just talk about... Oh, God. Now all I have is the picture. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting worse. Ah! I think that's pretty much it for today. Nope. Nope, sorry, that's not it. I lied. You <laughs> lied! Lied! We didn't even say what Shauna did. She made a lovely donation. I said that. Did you say that? Oh, I did! Shauna made a lovely donation! Screwed up. I don't know why I wave. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wave when I say bye. <laughs> <laughs>